All right. Hello and welcome. This is another installment of Audio Input. Um, it's going to be a little lo-fi this episode because of uh, studio reasons. We are in a, a small room and we are doing a kind of a makeshift mic setup right now. But, uh, you know, we'll fix this out in post. Maybe we'll even edit this out. All that really matters is that the boys are back in town. Boys are back. Like, it's been... <laughs> how dang long has it's, it been it's since been we've done a podcast? And we got the team back together. Except, uh... Except Shay. Yeah, Shay is... Shay's not here. He might show up eventually. That'd be kind of funny. He might show up in the middle of it. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's, uh, it's me. I'm Troy Vita. That's, uh... I'm Jacob. Troy pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> It's our new, it's our new 4D cats. <laughs> uh, it's me, Clayton Ambrose. So we're gonna start off as we normally do with a quick, uh, quick one down of what we've been listening to personally. Um, Jacob, you wanna start? Uh, I guess I never started before. Usually, uh, do I usually wow. start? I know. Um, first of all, I want to say shout out to Damn It by Blink-182. <laughs> shout out to Damn It. <laughs> that's a good song. Eternally, you know. Dude Ranch. That's probably the worst album art of any, from any album hey, you get ever. The, you get the pun though, right? In Dude Ranch. Yeah. No. You don't? What is the pun? It's like, like, it's like, like a, dude ranch. Like ranch the condiment from a dude. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> wait, it's not, wait, what album is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? Or no, wait, that is an album. That's an album, yeah. that's an album also. Those boys are all... Those, those boys are so rowdy. A bunch of hooligans. <laughs> um, qu- yeah, quick shout out to Damn It. Um, still sad about the thermals breaking up. Still listening to thermals a lot. Um, mm. Peach Kelly Pop had a new album. That's pretty good. I'm in like a summery mood because it's summer now, so I'm listening to a lot more like up tempo. You know, I had a music. I think it was last night that I dreamed that I listened to the Thermals, and I've never heard the Thermals before. <laughs> so I'm like, weird. I have this kind of weird dream version about what the Thermals sound like. What do they sound like? Uh, they sound a little bit like uh, like some loud garage rock stuff. But yeah, that's not far off from okay. the truth. Hmm. Um. Uh, parquet, new Parquet Chords, which I'm sure we'll get into, is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've been taking a deep dive into They Might Be Giants. How deep? Which I haven't, like, ever. And I just decided I wanted to be into them, so now I am into They my, Might Be Giants. My first concert was They Might Be Giants. Really? How yeah, old were you? At Lozano Rosa, I was, like, 10. They're and uh, you know who opened? Um, I can't remember his name. It's, like, something Coltrane. It's the guy who did the theme song from Portal. Oh, that's, that's um, oh, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Colton. Jonathan Colton. Yeah, he opened. Really? For They Might Be Giants. Yeah. A, it was a good show. And I was like, I may, have, I, may have actually, yeah. I may have actually been closer to 12, because I remember it pretty vividly. Wow. Um, my uncle took me, and I was like, I like this band, because I, I think I heard, like, one of their songs, like, in my science class. Or my, in my social studies class. I, they, they played uh, um, Istanbul in my social studies class. I, I was like, that was a bop. I, I think that's the song that got me in, on the Stand By the Giants kick because I watched that video and I love the art direction in that video so, so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know what yeah, my first thing. concert was? What? It was uh, the Village People and Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was at the amphitheater that my dad had just worked on. Oh and, my God. Uh, I have a vivid memory of me just sitting on the lawn and they're playing they're playing Macho Man. I didn't know the Village People were still around. Oh, I mean, this this was when I was, like, four, I think, so... But even then, I didn't know that they were still well, around. I mean, to, be, to be honest, I, I've, I've been to some shows before that. That's the first show that, like, I was like, I want to go to this show. Something yeah. that I went to on purpose. Because uh, I went to the rodeo when I was, like, five, and Alan Jackson played. I remember that. I think I went to a, my parents went to a Switch for a concert when I was, like, seven. What was your... Is it... I don't, I don't want to derail too much. I mean, right. I guess we don't really have a time limit on this one, but... No, I'll probably still keep it to, like, 40. But okay. But go ahead. 
Well, what, what was your like guys' first like real concert? Like, so I, I have like a vague memory of this, and it may or may not be true. But I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I lived in. Okay, I was either in Atlanta or right after we moved to Austin, Zilker Park. Uh-huh. Smash Mouth played a show. Oh yeah, in the park. All right. So I'm 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 like ninety percent sure it's Smash Mouth. If it wasn't Smash Mouth, it was uh, Taylor Swift when I was thirteen. Oh my God. That's, and it, it was like a big stadium show. That's that, crazy. that was the, that was the Fearless tour. Still the T-shirt. I don't uh, I don't like what that question implied. Oh, that would be Giants experience. To be honest, well, like, like, <laughs> well, but like, you, like, like, you know what I mean when I say like a real concert. Like, you have, you have a like, there's a concert experience like when you go like with your parents or like you see yeah. like a seated show. The first, or something. The first you con- have, like your real. The first, the first concert I went to alone, like moshed at, was uh, was Cage the Elephant in like okay. 2014. Right. I I think the first I, I met the lead singer. I have a picture of it. Oh, nice. I can't show it in this podcast because it's an audio podcast. But I have a picture of like 14 year old me with the Davey Giant singer. I think the first not the real Giants, uh, quote unquote real concert I went to then was uh, shit I don't know I saw the Black Keys at the Frank Irwin Center nice. when I was in high school okay that, that was cool that, that was I think was that, that was when a, they toured with the Arctic Monkeys it was and I didn't give a shit about the Arctic Monkeys oh man I would have killed to go to that show in high school yeah dude. so was I so was mad. I was like yeah I don't care about this I'm, let's go buy merch right now during their set because there were no lines we'll probably talk about Arctic Monkeys later actually I think we should talk about that yeah, I don't know if y'all have heard that album yet but it's not good I, I but, skimmed uh, it. It's not great, but um, I guess for me, like my first. <laughs> yeah, show, I can't show, show, show that's not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! For for the for the listeners, Troy's showing there in a uh, never mind the bollocks we're, T-shirt with the uh, with the Casey Elephant. We're, we're looking at a. And I'm like I'm like 14 and I have really long hair. We're yeah, looking at a real glow up right now. <laughs> I was kind of like a, like a cryptid picture. Like a <laughs> but uh, for me, I guess I would say it was probably. Because I got a light start on concerts, but, like, um, do y'all remember that show that uh, Tower of the Creator got arrested for when he incited a riot? Yeah. Mm. I was at that show. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I incredible. Was, I was that's a part of, of, the, of the very dangerous stampede. That's nice. And it's kind of, like, it was a neat experience, but, like, looking back on it, it's kind of horrifying. Because, <laughs> like, like, the story was, like, I'm sure, like, most people, like... We, me and my friends were just finding, like, South by shows that we wanted to go to, and we saw that it was free, and so we are like, yeah, let's go. And, like, um, Tyler was playing, and then uh, Fucked Up was on before him, and we wanted to see Fucked Up. But we got there too late, and they're like, we're at capacity, so sorry. And so we were watching through the fence, and then when Tyler comes on, he's like, hey, you know what, fuck it, just come on in. And we were like, yeah, we're coming on in. And so we just rushed the doors, and they, like, cut his power off for a little bit, but eventually they just acquiesced and put it back on. Yeah, so, wow. I guess that's. I saw Tyler cool. recently, but it wasn't uh, wasn't as variety, you know. Did it was, you, a, it was, a, fl- it was the Flower shows? Boy tour, so it was like. Do people like throw bows? Throw bows to like glitter. Yeah, like, <laughs> I still haven't heard. They really feel like glitter. It's good. No, he 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 did like a he did like a like a six songs in a row. He did like, he did like a medley of his old songs in the middle of like the Flower Boy run through. He basically played Flower Boy top to bottom, which was awesome. But he did like a medley of like like he did Radicals and like Yonkers, and people moshed during that. Gross. Yeah. Um, all right. La- uh, last last thing I want to mention. I'm listening to a uh, uh, garage rock band called Thick. I think from California. They're really good. They're kind of like what? Two C's? No, no, just no. <laughs> no, it's for the normal way. Uh-huh. No, they're like a they're like a, a girl rock trio. I don't like saying girl rock. It sounds dismissive. But you know, I mean like girl. Riot girl. Riot girl. Rock. That's like that. But I mean that in like the most positive possible. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like, like the not like you're not saying it's a girl band. I mean, they're saying. they're a really good band, and I like and respect them a lot. <laughs> we, hey, that's, no, like, that's, that's not. not to, <laughs> 
There's that uh, there's that Bar Times article that's like all male punk trio dis- like dismissed as a gimmick or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyways, Dick, check them out. They're good music for the summer. Um, that's that's everything I've been listening to. Okay, I guess I'll go. Um, in terms of new stuff, uh, new Father John Misty, new Parquet Courts, new Hop Long, all incredible, all been on repeat so far. Um, a new song I want to talk about that's really great is uh, for me. Uh, I don't know. I always get mixed up when I'm talking about like bands from like the UK because I'm never sure if I should say like British or English or something like that. Yeah. Regardless, I'm gonna say English. English punk band Idols. They put out a new song called the uh, Colossus like a week ago. That is just a total ripper. And like I've been listening to that, and I've been listening to uh, their album from last year, Brutalism, a lot. And they're really, really great. And they have a new album coming out uh, August 31st, I think. I have a funny story about this. So um Clayton like Clayton mentioned something about how like Idol's really good like like a little bit ago, back when I was still a music director here, which I'm I'm not anymore. Oh damn. Um yeah, you like mentioned them when you came in once. You like said they were really good. Oh. And uh and I like I was like, I think I remember getting their album and so like I did like the control F search on our spreadsheet to like see what I did with their album and I passed the I don't remember what like what it sounded like exactly. But it was just like past too British. It was like that was like my like review and why I passed it. I would like got back to let's do it again with like a, be- a better perspective. But like I just passed too British. Oh no, <laughs> sorry, idols. Oh well, like there is that line on Mother where it's like the best way to scare a Tory is to like read and get rich. So it's a lot of like. It's a lot based around like British politics, so like I understand. That's you probably might what I meant. It was, I said past too British. I think but, I just don't like his accent or something. Yeah, he's got a really heavy accent. But that album's really great. They put yeah. out that uh, a new song, Colossus, and another new song called Danny Nadelko. That's really great. And like it looks like the album's gonna be about like being aggressively positive, which is always nice, especially since I'm aggressively negative all the time. I'm a- I'm afraid, like, sometimes I'm in a bad mood and, like, just pass albums that are, like, actually good just because, like, I don't like them on that one listen through. And it's probably I, like that with them. See, the thing about working here is I get so in my own head about it and I'll listen to it and I think, oh, this sucks. But my very next thought is, actually. Idols, if you're listening. You have to listen to albums, like, before they even get the Pitchfork review. So how, pitch I know. How am I supposed to know what my opinion is before the review? How are you supposed to know how good it is if Pitchfork reviews <laughs> Idols, if you're listening, I will keep Joy as an act of resistance out of Troy's hands. He will not get his <laughs> his anglophobe hands on your album. <laughs> but uh, let, me, let me tell you the big discovery I made in this kind of sabbatical we took from the podcast. And uh, this might blow the minds of some listeners who were unaware, but... Jimmy World is a really, really good band. Like, extremely good. You're coming in with a hot take here. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. This isn't that hot of a take, is the weird thing. It's a hot take that this is a hot take. But, like, Jimmy World, because uh, I, I saw them recently with uh, with uh, The Hotelier, which is also a really great band I've been listening to. But before that, I was like, all right, I think I need to get beefed up back on Jimmy World again. So I kind of know some songs before I go in. And, like, they're this super, like, really great influential emo band that apparently everyone just forgot they're super great and influential. Except for that one song. Except for the middle. Everybody knows the middle. But, like, they have this really great back catalog. And, like, listening to their album Clarity for the first time reminded me of when I listened to, like, Pixies for the first time. Because, like, when I listened to them, I was like... Or when I listened to, like, Doolittle, I was like, 
Okay, so this is what everybody was trying to do. Like, after this album came out, everybody wanted to make Doolittle again. And I think when Clarity came out, like, with them and, like, the Promise Ring and, like, Bray and stuff like that, they kind of led the way for those, like, I, I guess third wave emo bands, if we're saying waves, like Taking Back Sunday and, uh, brand new, and, uh, <laughs> uh, My Chemical Romance and all them. But, like, they kind of perfectly fused that, like, emo, angsty sound with, like, the poppiness of it. And I think that they should not be forgotten. I think we need to let the world know so that we were a good band the whole time. It took you a while to get into Jimmy's world. So you should might say it just takes some time. Sorry, should I do a clean take of that? Ah! <laughs> you might say it just takes some time. They heard you the first time, Jacob. Alright, great. Anyway, Jimmy World's great. Listen to fucking Jimmy World, please. Um, and I, I think that's pretty much all I've been listening to. Yeah. So for me, um, I've listened to a lot. This album actually came out um, came out this year, but like the beginning of this year, or maybe the end of last year. It's been out for a few months now, um, but it's like a it's like a compilation of like cassette lo-fi cassettes from this this guy who goes by Field Medic, um, and he makes like uh, like lo-fi folk and alt country. It kind of it reminds me a lot of like a lower fi version of uh, Alex G's new album Rocket. It's like like got like a lot of weird elements and like he throws in like drum machines and like crazy synths for no reason. Sometimes he like gets 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 wild with it. Um, it's really good. I recommend it. It's really long and kind of like inconsistent, like kind of inconsistent because it's just like a compilation of like early singles and like EPs. But uh, good songs on there. And they're toying with Remo Drive now. Man, that's pretty uh, cool. Rocket was a really weird album, huh? Really like I'm just album. thinking about it now. It was like, really, it's really weird. Like, diverse. Brick came out of nowhere. Yeah, and like, like Horse the... is like a really strange song. Yeah, I uh, I like it. I yeah. saw him play. I saw him two times while I was touring off that one album. I wish I could see him. So I'm sure he's um, probably great live. It was it was great, and he played like all those weird songs on the album like in a row. So the whole show just got weird for a little bit. And, like whenever that happened, like the lights got really dark and like flashy. Nice. And all of a sudden, I was at like a Nine Inch Nails show. <laughs> um, it was awesome. Yeah, I hope we see some more stuff from him soon. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, but this field medic guy, he's a he's a new lo-fi lo-fi voice to to look at. Um, hard wreck there. Can't look at a voice. Trump. And then, you know what I mean? Like hypo like hypothetical like a like a. Uh, uh, this has been uh, a great metaphor. <laughs> 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 I, I knew it would throw a wrench in Troy's That's why I said it. You broke uh, Troy's Yeah. I've also, as many of uh, other boys have been, Parquet Courts. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's really fun. You got some good, good, uh, good witty lyrics. Some good, uh, some good post-punk revival. Yeah, um, I think we'll, we'll devote fiddling. a little time to that album in just a second, right? Like, Truly, because we've all heard that album and all like it. I think. Yeah, Truly. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, fuck, fuck Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, if you have one sports opinion, that should be it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I uh, some. I'll do I'll do a few more of the new things to listen to and then go back to the, like things I fell back on. Um, there was a new. This is gonna be kind of like a like a left field one. Um, but Ski Mask, the Slump God. Just I heard that album was good. An album. It's good. It's like a really weird. Wait. What? Oh, never mind. I was thinking of somebody else. I don't know. I don't know who Ski Mask, the Slump God is. <laughs> who are you thinking of? There. I think there's like an electronic artist called just Ski Mask. No. Yeah. Ski Mask, the Slump God. Um, he he used to be uh in a in a duo with uh. With a rapper that I do not support and do not listen to anymore by the name of XXXTentacion. Oh, I thought you were going to say Space Goes Pert. No. Um, 
I don't know. Wait, well, I don't know. Wait, I don't remember what he. Yeah, did. official opinion of KZSW: We don't support XXS. We don't support XXS and Tessian. But the guy who used to be in a rap duo with him, who has since distanced himself for the record, by the name by the name of Ski Mask, the Slump God. Um, it's a weird name, but he makes he in his in his rap he he does like a really weird where he, he like he like he like slows down and speeds up his rapping like seemingly without pattern and like the beat kind of like morphs around how he's rapping. It's like really weird. It's like you can't really dance to it. It's like a really weird trap. It's like nice. really like like. Uh, 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 uh. Nice. It's yeah, weird. we we get what you're talking you, about. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Ro ro uh, what's the what's the what's the music term for it? Um, there's a music term going fast it. than slow. No, there's a music term <laughs> for it. Has an R. Music music uh, musicians can tell me what Wait, that when is. Wait, when you when you go slow? It's like no, it's like uh, it's like when you speed up and slow down. I think it's called uh, like Rob Robito or something. Like Retardando. Retard. No, that's when you just slow down. There's a word. I'm, there's a word I'm thinking of. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> anyways, if I if I remember it, I'll say it. Um, I think it's actually just rubato. But anyways, he does Domo that. Arigato. Domo arigato. Um, I've also been listening to uh, another rapper named Amine, who I think is is really fun. Anime. Anime, anime. is not kind of anime, but Amine. Um, he released a new song called Campfire with uh, Injury Reserve, and I really like it. I'm like a. It's just a, it's a fun ride. Made the beat the murder, Casey Anthony. He made the beat. That's not, that's not in that song. <laughs> <laughs> Bonfire, but, uh, campfire, same thing. Throwbacks I've been listening to. So uh, the the live music booking company I'm working for booked a Jawbreaker reunion show in oh, Texas. Yeah. That's cool. And uh, we've been pushing the hell out of it because it's a Jawbreaker show. It's, like, it's the biggest, it's the biggest single show we ever booked. Like not counting our like Soundline Soundfest. And so we've been like posting about it like every week for like months now and like we're going to until like it happens in july so i was listening to a lot of jawbreaker to try to like get more like yeah jawbreaker ammo, sick. ammo um, for that, i haven't uh, i haven't listened to like a lot of jawbreaker but like from what i've heard i like them like me and my the band that i listen to cover yeah. boxcar all the time i like knew of jawbreaker but i didn't really know anything like i didn't really right. know a lot of jawbreaker songs but i listened to uh, a few of their albums and they're they're really good pretty sure i'm gonna go to that show I'd like to go, but the tickets are really expensive to that, so I don't know about that. But, you yeah. know. That's been a thing about every show I wanted to go to recently, is the tickets are just too. The, the too, Place too to Very Strangers show was uh, was only $12 for a ticket. Okay. Which I not like the right place, I guess. Yeah. I, um, I'm required by my by my internship to go to like four to five Marjorie Walker shows a month. Yeah, you just tell me about take that. videos. It's like a good excuse. I just go to them and take like one, two videos in the first two songs. You live in the dream. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, they don't pay me enough to drive to Austin. <laughs> I have to go to Austin three times a week and then, you know. Hey, uh, but they be, pay, be they, careful of the grievances you they, air right they here, pay, You're right. They pay me in concert tickets, and also it's a cool place to work if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but that's about all. Oh, I've also been listening to a lot of Minor Threat for some reason. Oh, hell yeah. I, listen, I, I, got, I found, like, uh, I listened to, like, they just have, like, their whole anthology, like, as one album on, right. on like, streaming services right now. And it's, like, their whole discography is, like, less than an hour. But they're really good. I heard that's great. Really uh, they're they're really uh, they're they're really emo before emo. For a while, I just listened to uh, "Out of Step" like as almost a joke, um, because <laughs> because the chorus where he says, "I don't, I don't I'm drink, I don't smoke, I don't fuck." He says, like, "I don't fuck," and he screams that. So I've, I listened to that song for a while, like jokingly. I mean, apparently, I was like, apparently this is actually really good. I listened to the rest of it. I was like, "This is a good band." Yeah. Apparently, Ian McKay isn't actually like straight edge. What? Which is interesting. That's the whole thing. Like a friend, <laughs> a friend, a friend was, a friend, a friend was telling me about it, and he was like, "Like they just kind of made that up as like an idea ideology that you should follow." But apparently, during the Fugazi days, uh, Ian McKay smoked 
Halloween. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I, I mean, that, I don't. I don't think that's like a career ruining like accusation. <laughs> that's like learning that Billy Graham wasn't really Christian. I mean, if you've ever like. <laughs> What a, what a great analogy. That's uh, a piece of Billy Graham. But, um, I mean, like, if you ever listen to, like, Fugazi stuff, you could tell that he was he was on the gone. On drugs? Fugazi got pretty trippy sometimes. Yeah, they did. Like, late Fugazi. Yeah, but, that's a good um, band, too. Yeah, listen to Fugazi, everybody. Fugazi. Always listen to Fugazi. Um, Fugazi's good. All right, what's next on the docket? We decided we're skipping Avicii. We're not going to talk yeah, about Yeah, I mean, we'll do a quick, like, rest in peace to Avicii. There's just not much we can say about Let's just do it right it. now. Rest it's in just... peace, Avicii. All right, moving on. <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, these aren't in... I didn't put these in any kind of order. What, you guys want to talk about parquet courts? Sounds like you guys want to talk yeah, about parquet courts. Yeah, we... Yeah. Um, wants to begin. Parquet courts, the new album, has a name. I know the name. It's called... Go on. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Come on, Jenkins. That's what some of the songs sound like. It's uh, come on, it's it's your uh, it's a very it's, it's, popular Katy Perry song. It's also it's also it's, a title track. There's uh, a track on it called that. Black Horse. Parquet Courts had a new album called <laughs> Wide Awake, and uh, it's really um, I honestly think it's kind of a step forward from Human Performance because like in general, Human Performance was like a really chill album, mm-hmm. and like it had a lot of. Um, I don't know what the word for it, but a lot of kind of 70s rock pastiche stuff, like very like soft rock stuff, like uh, Berlin Got Blurry and uh, Human Performance. The songs are all very chill. But I, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of ferocity on this album that I'm really yeah. digging. It hits hard. Yeah. I, I'm most familiar with, wait, what's the album with the Borrow Time on it? Light Up Gold? Yeah, I'm most familiar with that mm, album. So this really was good. kind of in line with that, I think. I don't know. I mean, a little bit. Like, it's, it's interesting because like, They've, they've come a long way in terms of their sounds, yeah, like in terms yeah. of like little adjustments, because they used to be just like a straight up like stoner punk band. Yeah, yeah. Like I love Light Up Gold, but that could have been something on like Burger Records or something I used like to, that. Uh, I used to listen to uh, Stone and Starving, and you got me worrying now like a bunch when I was in like high school. It was like my. I I, I kind of I put them in like the same realm as like uh, as like LCD Sound System, and that like they're really where their influences on their sleeves. Yeah. yeah. Like you could tell like. You could tell, like, when they're recording this album, this is what they got into. And, like, on Wide Awake, there's a lot of, like, 70s post-punk influences, a lot of, like, funk influences. But, like, I I wouldn't say, like, OG funk, like, funk through, like, the lens of, like, Talking Heads and stuff like that. So, like, funk-inspired bands from, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that uh, Andrew Savage is, like, uh, yelling again. Yeah. Like, when he yells in his music. That's good stuff. Especially, like, I mean, this album is, like, definitely a, a political album, like, through and through, like, extremely, and, like, that was almost jarring at first, because, like, they've always been a sort of political band, but never as, as blunt as this, I think, unless I'm kind of misrepresenting them right now. I think it made for a more fun album. I'd say so, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of dancier tracks on it. Yeah. Like, back between, like, a lot of the... <laughs> Kind of the grim reality that's presented within the lyrics, like a, like violence is just like a, like a screed. Like he's just like this country sucks. I hate it, and like everybody's dying all the time. And but I mean that's a great song and yeah. uh, great album. Ones? Yeah, great album. Yeah, the one uh, something about the water. Oh, uh, before the water gets too high. Yeah, that one's a good song. That's, a great album. that's like their funk. It's like the funkiest one. It's on probably there. about like climate change or something. I have to look at the lyrics for that. Yeah, one. but. Uh, <laughs> 
Probably. There's that, and uh, Almost Had to Start a Five is really great. Uh, Freebird 2 is really great. And I like uh, Mardi Gras Beats. That, that's my one complaint about this album, is that the Austin tracks were really kind of weak on it. Like, because, you know, they have two singers that write different songs, and, like, the songs that he's that he wrote, like, uh, like, Mardi Gras Beats, Mardi Gras Beats, Mardi Gras, God damn it. <laughs> Mardi Gras Beads is fine, but like I'm not too hot on like uh, Back to Earth and the uh, Death Will Bring Change. Like those are just kind of eh. I don't even remember those ones. They're probably just eh. And I also love, a little thing that I love on this album is uh, normalization. Like in the middle of the song, there's like, the music just like stops for like a DMB drum break, which is just like fantastic. Cause like, I was, I was driving to a show, like, hearing that album for the first time, and when that came on, I was just like, fuck yeah, like, let's go, I'm about this shit. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mentioned this earlier when we were talking, but I really like the album art for that. Oh, album. yeah, like, uh, I think that's also some uh, design by Andrew Savage himself. Yeah, it's very, it's very, like, abstract, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, jazz album cover or something. I, I, it's I cool. Think, I think Andrew Savage has designed all their album artwork. Wow. At least for the past two. They all kind of have, like, a similar, or the last two are very similar, like, Drawn like look like drawn. Yeah, like because they they look definitely like his paintings. He does yeah. Yeah. like uh, yeah abstract stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a really talented dude. They did a bunch he, of. Uh, he didn't draw light up gold. That was just a cowboy. Yeah, that was just a man. <laughs> or he did draw it. You know man. <laughs> that was a good. One. <laughs> they uh they did a bunch of visualizers for that album mm -hmm. on uh, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, just, we were looking at that. How do you guys feel about those? Like in general, I'm cool with it. They kind of scare me when they first go on. I'm yeah. Like, I don't I don't, I don't see a lot of them, but I'm like. I like bigger songs, you know. I, got, I'm look, I, I think I'm just looking for something to complain about here, but and like honestly, them. they don't affect my life that much. <laughs> so I'll just move on. Okay. Um, Do you want to talk about um, the Drake and Pusha thing? Drake and Pusha T? I guess. I guess we, don't, we don't have to if we don't want to. We can talk about it a little bit. I mean, it, it's it's hot right now still, so I guess we, we, we should give it a little... I think takes. I got an argument with a friend pretty recently that said, like, what Pusha said was like way too personal, and like he should like these people should think even less of him than they do a Drake of after his his uh, his diss track. And I was like, "Are you in love with Drake? <laughs> I was like, Why are you defending Drake so hard right now?" It was fine. It's like I think like all's fair and and rap beef and war. The, the the only the only thing I saw as as what could be construed as too far on Pusha's track was him. Uh, Talking about forties. Uh, that was sclerosis. that was messed up. Like that was yeah. a little bit of like collateral damage. That was too far. But also like forty does produce Drake's music, so it's like you're kind of yeah. aligning yourself. And Drake said some things about Kanye like producing Push's music, but yeah. not, nothing as bad as yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, your friend's gonna die. MS. But um, yeah. I, I guess like I don't know. Like I'm I'm I was excited when the track dropped because it's just such like. A disproportionate response because yeah, like he went nuclear with them. right, <laughs> so right. Fast. Like I mean, I, a lot. Of, I saw a lot of tweets saying the same thing, but it's like Drake's like, "You'll never be a better rapper than me. I'm on top." And then Push is like, "You're hiding a kid. Your friend's gonna <laughs> yeah. die." And like all this shit, and it's like, I'm I'm kind of here for it. Like I don't have like, I don't have the rose colored glasses that a lot of people have because like, th there's this thing like in hip hop culture and like NBA culture and like sports culture in general where everybody's like man everybody's so soft nowadays like i wish we go back to the old days when people would like actually get physical you know and that kind of thing and i i i, I disagree i agree with that in terms of like entertainment value but like i disagree because like 
you know, people used to like get shot over rat beef yeah, back in the yeah. days. So I don't like, think I don't think people should get shot. Yeah, I'm glad. But what I will happening. say is that Push is saying like, "Hey Drake, you have a kid. You should acknowledge that and raise him." I love him. that shit. I that's, love that's that. A, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fair point. That's a valid. <laughs> that's a valid. I think. I, I, I think I'm like more in Push's corner than like I should be, just because like I hate Drake. Like, I, I hate seeing that I, man uh, everywhere. I uh, I like Drake. I know. I know. Sure, like, <laughs> but. I, I think what happened with me and Drake was, like, because what happens when you, like, already, like, you hear something and it's, like, eh, I don't like, like that too much. And, like, that's kind of your base opinion. But then you, like, hear it over and over again. And, like, there's only, you can only go down from that opinion. So, like, whenever I heard God's plan and I was, like, eh, this is all right. But then I kept hearing God's plan and I was, like, oh, man. God's I, plan's all right. Nice good. for what is his best, like, current single. I like that. Song. Nice for what's good. Yeah. I, I guess my beef Has with that Drake. Big, big Frida feature. Yeah. Drake's like pure manufactured image. Like that man was probably made in a laboratory to think, be like a like, rap like, idol. I think he's like a like a good image though. Like definitely, I think he's definitely one of my favorite like manufactured pop artists right now. He he's, makes he makes he's like makes music that's genuinely fun. He has a nice smile. He does. <laughs> I think that's worth something. I don't. He's, he, <laughs> he sings to ladies. You're being, you're being won over by the devil. That, He's the antichrist. I remember, that, I remember that time we were at Jacob's house and uh, I played a Drake song and you were like, what is this Canadian rap? And you said it with the same tone that you would have said like Tibetan throat singer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is Drake. Anyway, uh, Drake sucks. Uh, I, I hope, I hope. I, I want Drake to respond, just because I kind of want this to keep going. Yeah, still, it's been a while. Uh, how, appara- apparently, how can they were, you? Apparently, <laughs> how do you come back? And I'm, I'm 90% sure that like Drake's people were just putting this out for hype, but apparently he still has like, a response that could like ruin Kanye's career or something like that, which like he most definitely know. does not have. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye is ruining Kanye's career already. Kanye like, cannot Kanye, ruin Kanye's yeah, career. Kanye's still Try as he one. might. Yeah. <laughs> Try as he might, he just cannot There's trash nothing that Drake can say that Kanye Kanye is like said. the guy who's trying to get fired from his job, but <laughs> he's doing like increasingly ridiculous things, but they won't fire him. Um, should, should we should we talk about Yay? Yeah, I mean we can. Um, you know, I ha- I haven't listened to it. There's I listened to it a few times. There's uh there's a lot of controversy behind that right now R- for good reason. For good reason. Kanye has said some truly dumb things. Yeah, some heinous things. Some truly heinous things have been said by Kanye. We, 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 the podcast went off the air for like two weeks and Kanye came out. It was the worst time (laughs) for this podcast to go off the air. (sighs) For, for back, Kanye is like, Kanye is probably like one of my favorite like overall artists. Mm -hmm. Um, He's released like some of my favorite albums of all time. Ye is really short. It's, it definitely does not rank. It's probably like my least favorite thing he's released. It has some solid tracks on it. It's, It's just that Ye was just... It was boring. It's boring overall. I it was a that. boring album. It, it gives it gives you not, like the long songs like like Runaway is like a super long song, but right. it's amazing. Right. It's, it's Runaway. It's a great song. Well, because like I, I guess like to get into the backstory of Ye is that like we were talking about this before it started, but it's like after Kanye's TMZ interview, he scrapped the entire album that he was making up until then, and then he made Ye within two weeks of releasing it. And actually, he finished Ghost Town on the day that it was released. And, and for for and a it two, shows. for a two week album, I mean, <laughs> he did a good job. I mean, the dude's a talented guy, like, and that that definitely shows. But like, yeah. it definitely but, feels. Rushed. Yeah, what I'm gonna say is like the long songs on this, like long songs on like maybe people's Dark Twisted Fantasy, like had things to pull you in. They were like great, but the long songs on Yay are like just boring and drag, and like there's too much of the sample and not enough of him and stuff like that. Um, definitely, the Life of Pablo is way better than Yay. I I think the Life of Pablo is bad. 
Better than Yay. Better than Yay. But I think Life Fable. I don't think Life Fable is bad. It's not my least favorite. I think Kanye album. Is he still? Is Turbo Graphics still coming out? God, I, I hope so. so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope eventually. Uh, um, but yeah, a lot of people. Um, a lot of people like are choosing not to listen to it because of uh, comments, which I, I that's fine. Completely get if you don't listen to it. Um, you know, personally, like I'm, I'm all for uh, like not listening to music by like people who are like abusers and stuff. But you know, Kanye's just a dumb guy. I mean, Kanye's an interesting case, but like I'm, 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 I, I implore people to keep the same opinion of him that you had before the album came out. Because yeah. literally nothing has changed except he yeah. released an album. So just remember that yeah. when you, for some reason, these these I, tweets have just I, vanished out of your brain. I genuinely, I genuinely think that like Kanye isn't like being malicious. He's just not a smart guy. He's just dumb. I, he's he's dumb. just dumb. He's dumb. And like I don't know, I can't justify myself to like completely cut off one of my favorite artists just because he's dumb. He, he, I know, he, I already knew he was I, I dumb. I understand. He's he's a very gifted musical talent, but yeah. he is just he can't speak. Like, like, he can't, can't talk in public. I, I don't think I'd ever, I'd, I'll, I'll, like, buy anything he, like, like buy any merch or anything again, because I have a Kanye shirt. I don't think I'll buy another one now. <laughs> I don't want to support him that much. But, like, I was still just so curious on, like, what he would make during this period of his life, you know? It just feels like everything that he says and, like, everything that he kind of, like, tweets and says, like, off the cuff is, like... It doesn't make it's, sense. It's being, like, filtered through some, like... Some part of his brain that no one else has. Yeah, you know? and, like... I guess this could be explained, and I really, I don't want to get too far into this because I'm not really knowledgeable on the illness or the disorder, but, like, apparently he's bipolar. According to the album art. According to the album art, and according to the album, like, he talks about, like, I think that's at the end of Yikes, do you remember, Troy? Where he's like, yeah. this ain't like, an illness, like, this is my superpower. This is superpower, and he, do, he does, like, the monster scream. Yeah, and he's like, corporations <laughs> are still fucking with me even though I'm bipolar or something like that. And, like, yeah. that could explain some of it. But also, you can be like bipolar and also not know true. what you say and yeah. like be a. That's very true. It, that, I, I don't want to get into like I a really, mental illness I really don't, on this podcast. I really don't know what he's on because he he, in the past he's been like, very uh very support very like uh knowledgeable about like black issues. Um, even though he was still like kind of dumb, he was like dumb on the right side. Like when he said on when he said in that Katrina. Yeah, uh, when he broadcast he did, that George like, George doesn't, doesn't care about black people. people. Like, that was dumb, <laughs> yeah. but, like, that was at least on the right side. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it, it kind of comes back to, like, Kanye, a uh, massive narcissist, is always going to side with massive narcissists because True. he respects them for being you know massive who the, narcissists. Who the most massive narcissist is right now? And, you know, you can, you can say, like, because, like, I've heard people, like, kind of justify it in this way. It's like, he doesn't like his policies, he likes his campaign, and he likes all this kind of, like, this image that he's built, but it's like, he, as a public figure, an influential public figure, when he says these things, he is endorsing this other influential public figure. I, I don't think he realizes like the sway that he has. Over exactly. People. He yeah. he doesn't he doesn't get the position he's in. And if he does, and he's still saying these things, then I, I don't know. What Overall, I really hope he like just 180s this and like eventually just like. I don't know if he will because he's not the kind of person. He that he, I think he, he he like will double down if he gets negative responses. But I. I I really wish he would. I, I think this time next year we'll be having the exact same conversation on audio input episode seven. Well, you know what, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think all of us in our hearts wish the, you know, when we find out that our heroes and idols are bad people, we wish they would stop being bad people. That's but, true. You know, I mean, this is the, this is like the first time that like someone that I like whose music I listen to so much and like meant so much to me like has gone sour. 
Yeah, I had to deal with that last year. Yeah, I, I, I've, I been, I've been through the, I remember. <laughs> the stages of grief. So uh, fuck you, Jesse. Lacey. Right, I think right but, now, uh, I think right now, I'm in denial because I'm like, <laughs> I can't listen to Kanye. Kanye's all right. <laughs> we we all get there eventually. Yeah. But uh, let's uh, what's uh, what else do we got here? Let's uh, talk about Kanye West. On the docket. Yeah. Wait, it's over there. Oh, my bad. Oh, I, stole I thought it. you had it in your hand. Nah, I stole it. Uh, Weezer. You have Weezer. Should we get into Weezer. Weezer. I didn't Africa. listen to it though. We're gonna talk about this for only one minute. All right, all right. This is your, this is your Weezer minute. Okay, Weezer, Troy. Don't, opinion. Don't wait. Do you want me to time this? Hang yeah. on. Yeah, we're getting the all right, timer. All right, Weezer minute. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Weezer covered Africa. Africa is kind of an overrated song, anyways. I agree. Africa is an overrated song, and I think the cover of it was bad, and there was nothing different about it than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't listen to it, and I'm not going to listen to it, and it's probably not good. It was I, it was based off of like a Twitter joke. Like, no, it was, it was as, it, as it, all good things. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a Twitter account, and and then Rivers was like, "Oh, we'll cover a different song by Toto," like, which like is Roseanne. Yeah, which is fucking weird. I didn't hear that and then one. he's like, "Oh no, we'll actually do Africa," which is like even it's, um, which is also speaking weird. of Roseanne. Yeah. It's like not. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a, it's like not a not a great cover. I mean, just it no. sounds like I, I mean, it sounds like Weezer at its most like pop Weezer. How, how do you? What is a good cover of Africa, anyways? I don't know. Oh, we've got ten seconds left. Uh, uh, Black album comes out soon. Rivers probably. is a weird name. Yeah, it's a weird. What about River Phoenix? Uh, He's pretty good. Yeah. Right. How dare you? That's been sold the dead. Uh, all right, that's it. That's when you're Weezer. Okay, yeah, we're not talking right. about Weezer. I thought we would be able to fill that out easier. That was actually kind of difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right, what else we got? Um, do we want to briefly talk about the? Uh, we can talk about the this is America video. Or we can talk about the Freddie Mercury. God, it really has biotic. been a while. Yeah, it's been so a while. Like the. I this think America I video think. Came out. Yeah. I just don't know what else is like there is to be said about this is America. Yeah. Especially since it has been like two weeks since it came out. Actually, more. I think it's been a while. Maybe all right. Well, all right. Well, listen. I've I've watched. Hundreds of YouTube videos about the secret meaning behind this America. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm here to conclusively tell you that it's about racism. Oh my oh, God! What? Yeah. Uh, was about gun. So I I did all the heart I did all the heavy lifting for you guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, great video. I think it's a really good. Song. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. it's it's the first Childish Gambino song I've liked in since I was a teenager. I like uh I like the way Childish Gambino can bend. Yeah, hey, it does some funky awesome. dancing in those. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. He um no, it, it that's a great song. The video is fucking incredible. I've watched it like every day since it came out. When it's when I want complaint is that in the video, like those like gunshots that like that are in the video make like really good like spots where the beat changes. And yeah, those aren't yeah. in like the Spotify version. Yeah. I really wish they put those gunshots in the actual it, beat on the like the song and that, not just on the video. That song feels like it was made for that video. Yeah. Like that's where you're meant to yeah, hear that song is in that video. You still on Spotify it's missing all like the background noise of the gunshots and like the hustle and bustle of the video that yeah. I can actually hear in the video. Um, um, and it sounds empty. I'm, I'm really I, I really appreciate Donald Lover. I love really Yeah. Did you guys did you guys see him play as no, you guys didn't see Solo. No. He's a good no, Lando, I'm I thought. sure he's fine. He's, sure, sexual, sure he's, apparently. he's probably he, the best part of the uh, movie. He's not the best part of it. I think he, it, he, he's just kind of doing a bad Billy Dee Williams impression the whole time. But it's it, it works. It's my, my favorite my favorite tweet on that, because, like, you know, there was a whole, like, oh, Lando's pansexual thing. was like, <laughs> I think you guys probably saw it, but it's like... Every every sci-fi character by default should be pansexual, just based on the countless things that you can fuck yeah. in sci-fi. <laughs> but um, That's good. Good. yeah, uh, I, I've been I've been, I guess like quote unquote following Donald Glover since like his Community days, because like I've been keeping up with that show since it premiered, and that was way back in like 2013, and he was just like a stand-up comic and yeah. actor at that point. 
you know, and camp came out and camp didn't age very well. But like he, he's been for for like a near decade now, he's been like constantly progressing as an artist and like improving yeah. on himself, which is really great. And I'm I'm always excited I, to see what I he does. Bet there's an al- yeah. I bet there's an album coming out. And I bet it's gonna be his best rap album. I hope so because I I like Awaken My Love. No, that was good. I, but yeah, I think I that's I think that's just like a one off like one off thing. Yeah. Thing. Um, one thing I'll, this is America. All those like random rapper ad libs are really funny. They're from, like, actual rappers, right? They're from actual rappers. Like, huge rapper. Like, 21 Savage is on that, and, like, Quavo is on that. Young Thug is the only rapper that actually, like, says things that are not just ad-libs. Remember, there's that part where he's like, hey, America, I just my following list. (laughs) You owe me something. Yeah. And then Young Thug, he also sings at the end, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, this is the black man world. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, like, 21 Savage and, like, Quavo and, like, um, Slim Jimmy from uh, Race Tremored and uh, one of the Migos guys... Quavo, I think, just like artists on it, like doing their noises. It's really funny. Uh, yeah, great video, good song. Um, so yeah, this Freddie Mercury movie. Uh, who, I, who I sings the dude? Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Rami Malek. I, I don't have much to say about this. I, I like Rami Malek. I think it's shitty that they're cutting out the fact that he had AIDS. Yeah, that's I, I've, weird. I've heard the justification I've heard a lot is like, oh well, the movie takes place before all that happened. And it's like, what's the point of making a fucking Freddie Mercury biopic if you're not going to broach that subject? I, I you know? think they're scared. Because, oh, yeah. Because people, like, still do not want to talk about the AIDS crisis. But, like, yeah, I know. But, like, it's just don't, don't fucking do it. Yeah, then stuff. don't make the movie. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not going to, like, talk about that, don't make that movie. I, I, I still kind of lament that we're never going to get the Sasha Baron and uh, Freddie Mercury that was supposed to happen. <laughs> would that supposed to happen? Yeah. Oh, my God. He would have been great. Like, he would have been a that very would, that good been great, yeah. He would have been very good. I, I, I like Freddie Malik, but Sasha Baron Cohen could have brought, like, a goofiness to it. That would have been great. Yeah, and, yeah. like, he's he's got, like, you know, his comedy bits, but I think he could be, like, a really great actor. Oh, yeah. Just, just like, purely based on his skill to be able to kind of, like, disappear into a role. Yeah. And, like, good shit. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> before, before we, um, uh, I'll use that as a segue. I'll um, talk about this podcast. With, um, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, Mark Maron interviewed him, and he just told stories about like filming uh, Bruno the whole time. It was really, it was really fun. You know, I've never seen Borat. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Borat is is Borat. I, I, heard, I heard I heard Bruno is like the less good version of Borat. Yeah, kind of. Um, there's also, I feel like in the coming years, it's going to just be a reevaluation of Sasha Baron Cohen in general. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think that's on the horizon. But I also think that re- Sasha Baron Cohen will have a reevaluation of himself. I can yeah. see him getting into like more serious roles in yeah. the future. Because he's got the ability. But um, um, Anyways, you want to talk about summer music? Yeah, let's... Yeah. <laughs> Give me your summer tunes. Summer tunes. I like didn't prepare for this. Let me look at my summer tunes. See, yeah, because this used to be like the only genre of music I ever listened to. I've been sad for the past couple this. years, so like I don't have any summer tunes. You know, you can have sad summer tunes. I guess you're right. I'll, I'll, get, I'll give you your ultimate sad summer album right here. Okay. The Unihon mixtape by Oso Oso. That oh, is, also great. Yeah. Yes, great band. Uh, this album came out last year, and I slept on it until this year. We, uh, and yeah, we, you also saw an acoustic show. You saw an acoustic him, right? solo set. That's yeah. sick. He's going to be in San Antonio with Citizen. Or not him. He has a band. His band's yeah. going to be in San Antonio. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really like kind of like vintage emo stuff, like I was talking about, Jimmy World. And like, it, it's also kind of a little bit of, uh, what's the word? Like kind of 90s alternative, oh, like cool. uh, bands that... I don't know. People probably don't like too much, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, toadies and stuff like that. But it's I like think people still like the toadies. 
I, I think people like Possum Kingdom, but I can't think of anybody who like listens to I, I, like, I like uh I was more in the water also. Okay. I, I went to a Tony's show when I was in high school and it was like a packed. Oh, they're, nice. they're playing Flowfest in San Marcos. Really? In summer, yeah. Oh shit. I think like, t- the tickets actually are gonna go up in price like on like the eighth. Nice. Something I'm trying to get a ticket before them maybe. Well um, also like uh Yeah, like Tony's like Everclear, that kind of thing. Okay. And uh but it's like really kinda mellow, lots of sun soaked tunes. Yeah, I like uh I like uh, Fiddler. That's summery. Fiddler's summery. I've never heard Fiddler. Fiddler. You've never heard a Fiddler song? Fiddler is the summer band. They're they, like, oh. they also had a really bad song come out in April yeah. on 420. Um, it was just like a bad song? It was just really it was called Alcohol. They're, it was uh, really bad. Their, their self-titled so album is good. Their, their second album isn't super great, but their self-titled album, it's like it's just like a really good like fast-paced dose of like, it's like a mix of like surf punk and power pop, mm-hmm. and it's solid. Yeah. Okay. I um I want to plug for summer music. There's a band from San Diego called Sea Cats. I think I played them on the air once, like when we had Seacats. International Men's Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're like a they're like a beach rock band, um, but they have they go like outside of that genre, so it's not like every song is about drinking beers or whatever. Nice. Um, yeah, check out Sea Cats. They have an album called. Uh, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> You'll see it. They're probably on Spotify. Yeah, they they only have like one like full length album out. Um, Troy, do you have anything? In summer music? Oh, you know what? Let's separate my, this. I went to my... Summer uh, day music and summer night music. It's oh, totally different moods. Yeah. Like, we can all agree. Okay. Um, um, that, uh, Kid, Kid Rocks, um... What's that song? <laughs> that summertime All song? summer long? All summer long. Kid Rocks, all summer There's long. There's a song on... <laughs> the last song on Wide Awake, the Parquet Courts album, mm-hmm. sounds like that song. I've, uh, I love it, but I've, it I've seen like Kid Rock live. That sounds like a smelly show. It's It was, yeah... <laughs> I went. To, I went to like the the final four. Last time I was in San Antonio, I said that weird. I know the final four. Final four. I said that. I said that like the the top fifteen guy. That <laughs> 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 might be what you get. <laughs> Kid um, Rock might not be what you want in your final four. <laughs> but it might be what you get. <laughs> um, <It's> very niche. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I saw Kid Rock at the the last time the final four was in San Antonio. Like, uh. It was a show that was Puddle of Mud and Kid Rock before Sick. before the uh, before the game happened. Hey, Puddle of Mud's good. Puddle of Mud was good. Kid Rock was good. He played that uh, the ball with the water, bang, bang, diggy, diggy, diggy to the wee, and up like the boogie song. You know, that's not the title of the song, right? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> the song is just called Ball with the Ball. Oh, what did that Oh, that, that's much more reasonable. <laughs> that's much, yeah. That's... You, didn't, you didn't have to flex on a Troy and show your Kid Rock Kid Rock. But, um... Summer Jams. All right. Yeah, it's a Summer Jam. D- uh, day Summer, any Aquabat song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get some ska up in there. Just yeah. get some ska yeah, up in your summer Scott, Summer 2018 is ska season. Yeah, we're bringing Operation ska Ivy. Like, you like Operation Ivy? Operation Ivy's great. Yeah. I, I stole an Operation Ivy vinyl from my older brother. Nice. That's, that's cool. Great. I think that feels like a ska story to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Choking Victim is a great ska band. They have an album. They, they made an album called uh, No Gods, No Managers, and they broke up within like an hour of recording the album. <laughs> <laughs> so that's some real ska shit right yeah, there. You need I, to listen uh, to uh, that album. I, uh, I went to my high school. I have a playlist called High School Playlist that I, I made. I made like like when I was in high school, and I gave it like a real like like a dorky high school playlist name. Nice. But I went back and like re- re- <laughs> renamed it High School Playlist. So nobody will know. And I like summer songs. Then I have like Bass Drum of Death, which is like a really, yeah. like a really good oh, rock, yeah. rock band. I have like Black Lips in there. Nice. Oh, um, um, I have like a. Uh, the Clash and the, the Clash isn't really summer. They're kind of summery. Some of their like funkier stuff is summery. Yeah, um, Mrs. Magician, check out Dead Eighties. That's a very summery song. Nice. Look, I have I have a I have a bomb music bomb the music industry in there. Uh, let me. You listen to bomb music industry in high school? I did. 
Wow. I listened to like a few songs. I listened to like I Don't Love You Anymore and like Psych, Psych, uh, Psych Life is Awesome. Oh, nice. Yes. And that was like it. Literally nobody, because I got in the bomb music industry when I was like 17. I was I, aware of them for those like two songs. Yeah. Because uh, I got real into them at that point and I had literally nobody to talk to them about. But, um, on the music industry is great summer music. I remember. Uh, yeah. On, on the ska, no. I think uh, Courtney Barnett's like um, early stuff is like kind of like it's like if it's like if it's like summer but like you're it's like, like it's like it's summer but like you're alone and kind of sad. It's overcast. That's, yeah. I mean that's yeah. like that's like summer night music. I think. Summer, yeah, yeah. Summer, let me drop if it's, some summer. If it's, night like, if it's like a summer night and like you're not hanging out with your friends, you're just sitting at home and like you don't have school or anything for like the next two weeks, and you're like I'm bored. I, I think you know? the ultimate summer night album is Frank Ocean's Blonde. Ooh. That album yeah. it has a song called Nights on it, but like that that's album is song. perfect. Like youthful nostalgia but really sad and that kind of thing yeah so that's one of my favorite albums and i've also been listening to um uh halcyon digest by deer hunter a lot recently and that's a more really chill kind of like indie rock indie folk stuff great album but yeah get sad summer 2018 back to the like, of, of conversation one time ago i think uh deer hunter was the first show i went to by myself like without a friend or anything oh, okay because i really wanted to go and one of my friends knew deer hunter when i was like a senior in high school. Deer Hunter's a great live band. So I saw they were really, they were uh, really I saw them a couple years band. ago and like blew my eardrums out. Yeah, the way I danced I've seen them twice actually because they played a uh, sound on sound instead of Mac DeMarco because he canceled. For, for a very long time, I got them and uh, Deer Hoof confused. That's right. They're both Deer and Deer. There's deer a band. Is another there's, a, there's a folksy band called, just called The Deer Hunter. It's like three words. Oh uh, yeah, and there's there's like there's Deer Hunter, Deer Hoof. The Deer Hunter and Deer Tick. And the yes. movie The Deer Hunter. And the movie The Deer Hunter, on top of all that. <laughs> yeah, my friends come up to me and they're like, man, have you heard that new album from Deer Hunter? And I'm like, oh, is it about so you know, Vietnam? You know how the, the singer the singer of Deer Hunter has like that condition where he has like, he's like really tall and he has like really long limbs? What's condition? It's, it's not like Marfin, it's Marfin Syndrome. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, he has a real condition called Marfan Syndrome. My new balls Have you noticed that he's like super like lanky and super long arms? Yeah. That's like a real like condition. And I was in my biology class and you were like going over like like uh, human abnormalities that, like aren't a big deal. It's like, like so stuff like that. And uh, they, they brought up that condition and this, the picture on the slide was the lead singer of Deer Hunter. Really? Like playing an acoustic guitar with like his super long arms. I had no idea. And I was like, I was, like I was like, oh my God. And I looked around like no one knew, like no one else knew, like recognized him. That's cool. No, he, he's like a, he's a really energetic live performer. He's yeah. really happy to be doing what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, Deerhoof, another great band. I've seen them live, and they're lots of fun. Yeah. Summer. Summer. It's here. Yeah, that's here. And Summer's we're going to be bringing you a podcast every day. This every summer. single day. <laughs> God believe it. Mics are always on. We're, uh, we're like those Twitch streamers that, like, stream their life. Yeah, yeah we're just going to stream the podcast 24-7. We're, we, we're always bringing you hot takes about uh, things. Joy Division, <laughs> and did we talk about Joy Division? Talk about it like before. Oh, that was off mic. That was off mic. Yeah. Uh, bring you hot takes about Weezer. What was my hot? Did we have hot Joy Division takes? I thought we, we just also we like heard the album. We're, we're, oh, all, yeah. like, we're all like the t-shirts. Weird. We haven't heard that album. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna be giving you a twenty four seven chill hot take beats to start us <laughs> here. Uh, anyway, this has been an audio input episode. What episode is this? Seven? I don't know. Seven? We'll find out when we post we'll it. We'll find out and you'll find out. So, uh, All right. thanks, buddies. Goodbye. Have a good summer. Bye.